We're talking hiking. Thanks so much for joining us. I hope you're well. Yeah, I'm doing very well. Thank you. I just want to start this this conversation. I, I went up um, Signal Hill yes. about a week ago, and I was wearing shorts and a T-shirt. And then the next day, I was full of bites, and I thought, wow, what is this? And then I had to go to the pharmacy. But okay. then one of, one of my friends actually told me one shouldn't be hiking in shorts and a, and a, and a vest. Yeah, it, it depends on the, on the weather. But yeah, I'd, I now always walk in, in long pants. Um, it just, you know, when you're walking through vegetation that's got thorns and stuff, you end up coming off the walk with lots of cuts all over your legs and it kind of looks like you've been in the wars. Yeah, and, and people are looking at me weirdly now because my arms and my legs yeah. are full of bites and scratches and things. Um, but enough about me. It is Thursday, which means we obviously um, have Tim in studio. We are talking, hiking. Um, and I understand that you actually had another family walk with Kukitsu last Saturday. How did that go? It went well. Um for me, I'm not quite sure about cookies. <laughs> <laughs> at one point, he did turn around and sort of look at me and go, a family hike, Tim, a family hike. <laughs> was it intense? <laughs> it wasn't. It was just uphill, <laughs> which clearly didn't enjoy too much. Oh. <laughs> but uh, no, it went very well. The flowers were fantastic. Um, you know, uh, two, three weeks ago now, I went up, um, at the beginning of the month, I went up to the West Coast National Park. Um, to go and do the trail up there in Posburg, and mm. amazing flowers. It was it was fantastic. Um, but then came down and did Lion's Head last week, and then did Tigerberg, and there's fantastic flowers there as well. It's obviously not as abundant as as Posburg, mm. but still spectacular. There, I actually found an orchid while I was walking in. Um, Tigerberg Nature Reserve, and I still have yet to be able to identify it. So <laughs> <laughs> I've looked at all my books and I can't find it. You've done your research and it's still not yeah, it's sure still not, which one it yeah. is. I'll, I'll get it eventually. Mm. T- tonight, though, we are talking about Plata Clip Gorge. Plata Clip, yeah. I think I mispronounced it a bit so, earlier. Um, let's talk about it. Where is it? Um, and, and, and tell us a bit more about it if, if someone hasn't been there. Yeah, so often people ask, what does Platter Club mean? It's flat rock. So it's kind of self-explanatory. <laughs> let's start there. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is the most popular route um, in Cape Town. Um, and if you're looking at Table Mountain and you see that big, what looks like a big crack down the, almost the middle of it, that is Platter Club Gorge. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, people people love to go up Platterclip Gorge. Is it an easy um, route to take? Often people say to me or ask me, um, what is the easiest way up to have a mountain? I just tell them the cable car. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the option I'll take. <laughs> um, because all the other ways are different levels of difficulty. Mm. Um, Club is one of the, I would say, lesser... Um, levels of difficulty um but it is by no means the most prettiest um it, it it's hard work um if people ask me to go platter clip um, i try and give them alternatives because the problem with platter clip is that the view never changes so as you're going up the view of where you're going gets slightly closer um but when you turn around and you look at the view behind you it hasn't changed because because of the angle that you're going oh uh. So, you you know, like Lion's Head, when you're walking up Lion's Head, the view's changing all the time mm. because you're spiraling up. Um, whereas Plastic Clip Gorge, you're not. And and how long does it take? Yeah, the average person should take just under two hours um, to get up. 
Um, in summertime, it can be over two hours. It all depends on um, the fitness of, of people. Mm. And this is where the problem comes in because people, so many people do it, they think that it's an easy route. It's not an easy route. It's it physically it's it's easy. You don't have to do major rock climbing or anything like that. But it's just a lot of steps, a lot of climbing on rocks and and going up and and monotonous and tedious. Is probably you're making the two it. Words. You're making it sound so horrible. <laughs> so look, horrible. It is. It, look, it, it is a nice walk, but uh, it's not my first choice. Mm. Um, there are lots of other ways to get up to a mountain and see it. There obviously a lot more work um, to get up, but look, it is the most popular. So, is it is it popular because it is the easiest or, or one of the easiest? It's one of the easiest, and also it's you know when people come from overseas and they want to they want to go out they want to conquer Table Mountain. Mm. You know, it's the one route where all the hotels and all the guides and everyone will say, well, you know, Blattercliff Gorge is is the way to go because. Um, any other route that you're going to take has got some level of difficulty, whether mm. it be on chains or um, scrambling on rocks or with big drop-offs. So Plateau Cliff doesn't have any of that, um, and, unless, of course, when you get to the top, when it's then, then there is a big drop-off. But um, going up is very easy. Mm. Um, well easy in relation to the rest of of the other the other routes mm. and and then the distance one covers when you you are doing this two hour plus walk up Platterclip gorge how how far is that how long is that and, and how much you actually cover look you you're starting at around about 350 meters above sea level and you're climbing to just over a thousand meters above sea level so you're climbing a decent close and just over 700 meters that you you're climbing um, so the the distance up, um, I've never actually measured it exactly as mm. to how much it is, but it's it's not terribly far. It's probably two, just over two, three kilometers mm. at the most, because you're only you're only rising by seven hundred meters. But of course, the path zigzags up, and that's why it takes as long as it does. Um, I think it would probably take a lot longer if it went straight up because you'd be exhausted. Mm. If you are sitting at home, it's about 20 minutes to the hour, 10 o'clock. Feel free to get in touch with, that, in touch with us if you want to join the conversation. Uh, feel free to phone in 021-446-0567. Send us a, a message on the Cape Talk WhatsApp line 072-567-1567. Alternatively, also tweet us at Cape Talk or at uh, Ronaldo Schwab. Joining me in studio uh, is Tim Lundy. We're talking hiking, uh, specifically talking about uh, Plata Clip Gorge. Uh, we were talking about um, what you can expect if you're going up there. If you've been up this route, uh, feel free to also hop on the line or hop on uh, on WhatsApp and send us uh, your thoughts on, on what you thought. Um, usually you, you start this the segment on the show recapping the last week's uh, rescues. Yes. Um, let's quickly do that. Uh, were there any in the last week? There were one or two. Um, it will start to get busier now as, as the mountains start to get a lot busier. Um, so, yeah, it, it uh, nothing major that has happened this week. Um, but I expect that in the, in the coming weeks, as the weather gets better, um, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get worse. Hmm. And it really is a case that people are are venturing up up the mountain more because the weather allows for exactly. it, and it, and, and it is going to get busy. I, I was very I don't know why I was shocked, but I was quite shocked last week when I went up um, Signal not Signal Hill Lion's Head. Lion's Head, yes. 
because it was it was a Saturday morning, it was extremely congested. Very. Lion's Head, um, in my opinion, is becoming a problem. Um, there are a lot of rescues on that mountain as well um, because of, of people pushing past each other, mm. especially with people coming down. They get fatigued. You know, that, again, Lion's Head is one of those walks where people think it's an easy walk. It's not. It's by no means an easy walk. Um, it has been rated number one walk in the world a couple of months, about a year ago. Um, and again, because of that, so many people want to go and conquer it and go and see it. And it is a lovely walk. Um, but on numerous occasions, I've been guiding people and I can see that they actually just cannot handle it. Mm. Um, and then I'll just turn them back and, and head down. Um, safety first every time. Um, mm. So, yeah, Plata Clip definitely gets a, a lot of rescues. Um, and people say, well, if it's so easy or, or it's not so dangerous, why are so many rescues happening? Mm. Um, often it's ankles and often it's when people are coming down um, because, again, they underestimate the distance that they're traveling down. It normally takes about an hour and a half to hike down, an hour and 20 minutes, hour and a half. And people have either climbed up elsewhere and are not coming down plateau clip so their bodies are tired um and that's when when accidents like that'll happen where ankles will go um people going up as well when it's a really really hot day um dehydration the mm -hmm. one thing i've got to say about plateau clip that people just don't do take a lot of water there's been so many dehydration cases where people are going up and it's at particular, especially in the late afternoon, it's in full sun. So there's no major trees or anything that you can hide under. So you're being blasted by the sunlight. Mm. Um, and that that can cause you to dehydrate quite quite quickly. And if you're going up Plateau Club Gorge and you're thinking, oh, it's, it's a gorge, there's got to be water. In the beginning, there is water. From, from Tafelberg Road, there is quite a lot of water, but you can't really access it. Um, and then when you get to the contour path, which is about three, four hundred meters up, um, there's a tiny bit of water, um, but it's not sort of gushing. In the last couple of weeks, it has because of all the rain that we've mm. had, but that does dry up quite quickly. Um, not to say that it doesn't flow, but it's not easily accessible. And then after the contour path up to the top, that's it. You, you will not see water again. Mm. And so people will get three quarters of the way up um, and they're now tired and they can't make the, the last section of it because they're just so exhausted. And to try and turn around is just too daunting because they realize how high they are. Mm. And that's when they run into problems. So even though Plateau Clip isn't necessarily a dangerous route, it does claim a lot of rescues because people just underestimate it because it's got this reputation of being the easy way up. So there's so many more people that are that are using the route so because there's so many more people there are that many more rescues mm. and, and and something that people also underestimate you mentioned it uh, is the is the is the route down or the way down yeah let's talk about that what should one take into account so when you're going uphill you're obviously using totally different muscles um and yeah you get tired and you keep stopping but you it's it, going uphill as much as I dislike going uphill, it's a lot easier than trying to go downhill. Mm. Downhill, you're using very different muscles um, and your full body weight, you're fighting gravity, basically. 
So every step as you're going down, and because plastic clip is a whole bunch of steps, the closer you get to the bottom, the more you sort of stomping your ground, your mm. foot on the ground, um, and that again will lead to um, sprained ankles because you start to get tired, you start to get lethargic, you start to get a little sloppy. Um, and many people rush it. People rush it. They just want to get to the bottom. And again, then your your sort of thought process starts to change because you're tired. Mm. So the message between the feet and the brain are not the neurons are not firing nearly as much as they they should be, and that's when the mistakes happen. Mm. And and I can only refer to to the lion's head because it's the only hike I've I've done. But but that one being quite popular for for night hikes, um, we see if mm. we drive past it, the lights spiraling up to the top. Um, a particular gorge, uh, is that something you would recommend for at night? Definitely not. Um, unless you're going with somebody who knows the route. Night hiking is a, a totally different kettle of fish because you, you, you're dealing with totally different scenarios. Um, you're, you know, during the day, your world is as far as you can see. Mm. Um, and at night time, the same story applies, except now... You can't see that far. <laughs> so things become, your depth perception becomes really, especially coming down. Coming down in the dark is really tricky. You've really got to be on your, you've got to be on your game and you've got to be watching exactly what you do. Um, yeah, we do quite quite a few rescues that will be at night on Plata Club. Mm. Um, the other thing you've got to remember about Plata Club, people want to climb up to a mountain, they get to the top, they're too tired, and they want to get into Cabo Con, come down. Um, down in the city when they started, it was it was lovely and the cable car was running. Two hours later, the windows picked up. The cable car's been shut down. So you're now either stuck up there, which is not a pleasant experience, <laughs> <laughs> or you have to come down Plata Club. And mm. again, that's everything just um, rises in in terms of danger because you a lot of the people who go up there during the day, being tourists and stuff, won't have headlamps. Mm. So now you've got to try and attempt that in the dark. Mm. Um, yeah, not, not advisable at all. Uh, you mentioned that um, people do underestimate hydrating themselves and taking water with them. What else should one take uh, when you are going up uh, Plata Clip Gorge? Plata Clip Gorge, I wish people would take the right kind of footwear. Um, that was actually my next question. <laughs> what is the right type of footwear for a hike? Um, not barefoot, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and I've come across many people doing barefoot. Look, some people enjoy to do it, and they and they you can't stop them from doing it. Mm. Um, but it just again it raises the risk. Um, and look, if some people are, are walk all the time barefoot, then they will be a little bit better off than than people that don't. Um, Flip-flops are an absolute no-no. And again, <laughs> see them almost as much as I see them. <laughs> I saw a few last e- weekend. Exactly. <laughs> I've seen a guy go up in a business suit. <laughs> Why? <laughs> exactly. That's maybe he went to propose to someone. No, he was with a bunch of <laughs> men. So I don't know. Maybe he was. <laughs> you never know. It's 2017. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, you look, good pair of shoes, good pair of um, thick woolen socks mm. um, is definitely... A must um, long pants <laughs> yeah um, because you will get sunburned um, that sun cream especially at this time of the year going through summertime definitely sun cream because you're exposed for those two hours mm. I mean that's like sitting on the beach for half an hour an hour you on the mountain and th- those rocks get really hot because you you know the Sun is just baking 
constantly on there. Um, warm top, whether it is 30 degrees or not, a warm top. Mm. Um, people, again, underestimate. They go, oh, it's a beautiful day. It's warm. There's no wind blowing. You've got to remember when you're at the top of Platter Clip, you're a kilometer above sea level. When you started, you were almost at sea level. Mm. The two, the temperature can totally different. change by five, six degrees. Um, and sometimes it's completely calm at the bottom and absolutely gale force at the top. Mm. Um, and that, that brings in hypothermia, never mind dehydration. Um, a couple of weeks back in, in the space of 24 hours, we had on Plateau Clip one dehydration case and one hypothermic case. So it just shows how quickly it can actually mm. switch. Um, and at night time, it gets really cold up there. Winter time, it can get close to zero. And and then when it, when it comes to winds, um, can we expect? I'm I'm not clued up at all. So please inform me. <laughs> yeah. Is it windier in in the seasons that's that's coming, or yes, is it past? Definitely no. Now the wind is going to December, November, December. It starts. It's already actually started the other day. I had um, two Portuguese people I was going to take up to Apple Mountain in the cable car, mm. walk across to McClears and back again. And when we got there, I could barely open my car door. Um, so I just said to him, look, we're going up Lion's Head. And the amazing thing is it'll be gale force there, and you go over to Lion's Head, and it's like zero wind. But then you walk around the corner, and it's gale force again. Mm. And, and then you walk around a little bit further, and then it's <laughs> calm again. It's quite... Quite strange. It's a roller coaster. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we just got a, a, a WhatsApp from Sam. Um, hey guys, I'm hiking Suicide Gorge for the first time later this year. Does your guest have any recommendations? Be very careful. Suicide Gorge is, um, yeah, I mean, th- look, the, the river should be quite full at this point um, because we have had quite a decent amount of rain. Um, I'm assuming this is a suicide gorge in, in the Boland Mountains where you go clothing. Um And I actually, last year, I did uh, uh, on Ent, which is very close to Suicide Gorge. Mm. Um, yeah, go with somebody. I'd, I'd gone with somebody who knew the route, who'd done the route, I think, something like 50 times. So they knew every single rock, every single pool where you could jump, where you couldn't. Um, because different times of the year, the, the water level changes. So, you've so you're jumping a lot. You are jumping. And you, when you when you get to certain points, it's a point of no return. Once you're in that canyon and you jump, it's not like you go, oh, actually, I want to go and do that again. You can't um, because you've jumped over sort of a waterfall into a big pool, but there's nowhere to climb back up. So it's... Um, Look, it's a fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds extremely scary. It, it, look, it's extreme. It is definitely extreme. Um, and just, yeah, be careful, but go with people and, and don't rush it, whatever you do. Mm. Um, but be mindful of the time as well, because people do get stuck in there. And then it's too late in the afternoon. And they've got to try and get back. You've got to also remember when you, when you leave Neverberg to get to suicide, it's a good hour and a half, if not more, walk just to get there. Then you go down the river, and then you've got to walk it back again as well. So there's a lot of walking involved. It's not just the, the gorge itself. So the best would be to do it early morning? Or do early morning, morning. Definitely go out there, get there as early as you possibly can. Um, get the walking out the way. Um, and then, yeah, do the, do the, the river itself. 
Um, but again, just uh, I hope she, um, Sam is doing it with somebody who has done it before because mm. it can be very tricky. There have been quite a few tricky rescues because, again, you can't just send people in to go and get you because yeah. they would have to go down the river. Mm. Um, so if it's during the day, then they would have to call a helicopter in to actually come and extract you that way, which is quite a tricky operation. So sure. lovely, lo- lovely walk, um, yeah. But you've got to be, you've got to be on your toes and just, just be very careful. Mm. Let's quickly go back to um, Plata Club Gorge. Um, mm. I think you, you did touch on it. Um, always plan to hike down, back down. Yes, absolutely. Don't ever assume that the cable car is always running. Um, we had a rescue a while back where. People had gone up and then um, they went to the cable car and, of course, it was closed. Mm. And I then went to the the guys at the bottom and I said to them, look, what are the chances of us getting a cable car up to get to them? And then the guy showed me. He was like, well, if you can get that cable car to move. And it was basically strapped to the ground and they were splicing the, the cable to shorten it because it had got too long. <laughs> so I looked at that and I was like, no, well, okay, clearly we're not going to be going and using your cable car. So they just had to hike down. So they had to hike down, yeah. So luckily we had people up there already um, that were on the same route. They just joined up with them and, and helped them down. Mm. And and I think, um, I'm, uh, apologize if, if we're touching on something we, we discussed, hiking up or down, which is harder? Okay, so in my opinion, hiking up is easier. Um Hiking down, especially if you at the end of a hike, mm. you know, when you're tired, that is probably the most difficult kind of hiking you can do um, because your body is tired and plateau clip, especially because of its length and its monotonous just banging away at each step <laughs> and you get closer <laughs> to the bottom and you just you just want to get it over and done with. I mean, another, another one like that is um, Nursery Ravine. Mm. Which is above Kirstenbosch Gardens. That's I actually end up running that because I just I actually can't <laughs> psychologically. I actually just <laughs> can't like, do too much. Yeah, it just I, I don't enjoy it at all. I rather just get it over and done with. I've also noticed um, many people jog down. Yes, trail runners love Plattical Gorge. Um, it's a it's a nice quick route up and back down again, and and great training for them as well. But that's for people who who have been there, and it's not for something. Well, it's not something you'd recommend for someone going that route for the first time. Definitely not. No, no. Like I mean, if you're going to do it for the first time, be prepared for it. Mm. And unfortunately, the majority of people who go are not prepared for it. Um, again, when you're in the city and you're looking at it, and you go, "Well, it's just there. It doesn't look that hard." But of course, it's a mountain. It's a kilometer above the <laughs> ocean. It's mm. it. Once you set off, by the time you get to the contour path, you realize that it is actually quite a tough walk. Mm. Um, and, and people underestimate it, but then they, you get these personalities where they're like, I'm going to beat this mountain. And Mother Nature goes, not going to happen today. Mm. Um, and then they run into problems. And we then get called out. Whilst to do what get, you do best. Yeah, mm. <laughs> to go and, go and help them down. Uh, with a few minutes to spare, let's quickly talk about um, your details and, of course, the book. That you have. Yes. Yeah. So um, my details of um, Twitter is at Hiking Cape Town. Um, my Facebook group is Cape Town Hiking with Tim Lundy. 
Um, my email is tim at capetonhiking.co.za. And, yeah, the book has now been going for a year and a half and seems to still be going very well. I'm still... Title? Um, title is... <laughs> <laughs> this is not a pop quiz. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Family Walks in Cape Town. Mm. <laughs> you caught me off guard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think for a second. That's quite scary. Um, but, yeah, no, so it's... Um, the book's been doing very, very well. Mm. So... Um, I, I tried to start my second one this year, but I've actually just been so busy with all sorts of other things, um, blazing new trails and, and putting new routes together. And um, so that's that's been taking up all my time. So the the second book has been put on the back burner for now. Hopefully it, it, it will become reality next year or the next few months. Yeah, next year, I, I don't even think it might do. I'm hoping that I will have the time to, to do next year. Mm. Um but there's still more trailblazing to, to happen. This weekend, I'm actually off again. Um, I was telling um, Lindy that I'm, I'm off on, on a holiday. And then I said, well, actually, it's a working holiday because <laughs> I've got to go hiking. <laughs> um, they're paying for the accommodation, but I'm having to do all the, the routes and um, mark them out and everything like that. So, mm. so it's the best of both worlds. Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm. It's, a, it's a great way to go on a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy some free time as well. There's getting paid yeah well it's been lovely chatting to you uh tonight on the show it's always a pleasure um best of luck with that work holiday i hope you yeah, enjoy it you. and don't thank work you. too much <laughs> <laughs> no definitely will.